VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. Are you traveling to see your favorite team? Pro tip, stay at graduate hotels. They're obsessed with college sports just like us. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni, nods to school colors, mascots. Why would we stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in all the best college towns. And get this, you can get up to 30% off with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Go to any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Hey, back for another 60, Rich. Yeah, man. You know, I, I messed up the intros a little bit earlier. I totally botched it because I went too fast and I did it in a in a in a weird order. Uh-oh. <laughs> Rich, Jason Stewart is here, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Jason Stewart is here. Yo, yo, yo. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you John Ramos. Hola, America. Yeah, that's that's what I know I missed. I missed missed the Hola America. And Nick Cope is at the news desk as well. Hold on. What's and, going and, on? Yeah, there we go. Uh, no one's playing the role of spot today. So uh, you got us five. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We are glad to have you here on Cavino and Rich. Let's do it. All right. We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there at unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm, I'm going gonna, uh, I'm gonna to admit something in 60 seconds, but first, Rich, John Ramos has a question. Oh, my, wow. I, my quick question is this. It, since we're on the wide world, the internet, we're on apps everywhere, is Ola America, should it be expanded? to Because we're not just on in America, right? People are listening to this wherever you have the iHeart app. Yes. Or, so maybe it should be Ola. Ola world. World? Yes. Yeah, okay. Oh, so. um, and what do you call, or how do you say Earth in Espanol? <sighs> I know this Mundo. One. Mundo, that's it. That's Ola right. Ola Mundo. There you go. Okay, yeah, maybe I'll, let me write that down. Yeah. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, Rich. Tune in August 16th. <laughs> For John Ramos's <laughs> new way to greet you on Cavino and Rich. It's a Find big day. Out. It's a big day. Five oh one Eastern, two oh one Pacific. John Ramos may greet you in a brand new way. Uh, there is there is a story that has surfaced over the last twenty four hours, and my admission, Rich Orenberger, is I've never seen The Blind Side. I've oh, never wow. I've never seen the movie, and it is a known fact on Fox Sports Radio that I really don't watch movies. It's it's not like it's a badge of honor and I use it as a shtick. I just I don't watch movies. I'd rather watch four hours of a TV show like eight episodes straight yeah. than to watch like two two hour movies. Like just, it, like like if I said the words like whammy or shake and bake. Like those <laughs> those two those two lines mean nothing to you. I know whammy. 
from uh, Anchorman. Very good. Right. Champ yes. kind. Weatherman. Yes. Great weatherman. David Keckner. Yeah, David Keckner. Yeah. And, yeah. and um, the other one I didn't know. Shake and bake. That's Talladega Nights. No, yeah, I don't. Yes. Missed that. My sister loves that movie. I have not seen it. Uh, again, I know like I'm so missing out and I and I'm and I'm not trying to be the guy that says he, you know, doesn't like music because everybody else likes music. You know, mm. I just I just never have been that sort of guy and so when movies are talked about, I'm usually out of the conversation because I don't have a lot to add. What, what do you not like? What do you, you not like? Sunshine either, Dan, or you don't, <laughs> I do. you don't like I, you don't like boobs, Dan. I love the what old else sunshine. do you hate? You don't like vanilla ice yeah. cream, Dan. You know, speaking of vanilla ice cream, and I'm totally just going over the other one that you mentioned, just moving right past it. Uh, of course, <laughs> um, the the I've been on a root beer float kick. The local grocery store had like six packs of A and W root beer. Oh yeah, and I'm like, well. I'm not just going to sit down and have a root beer. So I brought, uh, bought some vanilla ice cream with it. And, uh, yeah, I've, I've had at least three root beer floats over the last two weeks. Wow. It's a delicious summertime drink. I'm going to give you a tip, and this is for everybody listening. If you, you haven't lived until you've either, A, taken a cold brew and made a vanilla ice cream cold brew float, or taken a scoop of vanilla ice cream and poured a steaming hot shot of espresso over the top of really? it. Really? So the, the the espresso and vanilla ice cream is called an affogato, which I do believe is Italian. So we're learning a lot already this hour. Um, the cold brew float, I don't think it really has a, a fancy Italian name. So we'll just call it the Ornberger. Actually, that's really gross. <laughs> Let's just call it a, a cold brew float. That sounds good. That's very appetizing. But I defy anybody out there who likes coffee in the first place not to enjoy it. It's unbelievable. A perfect way to start your morning. Now, Rich, did this happen by chance? Or did you like? Did it just you just did it one day? And you went, oh my god, that's delicious! Or I, I can't take any credit. Okay, I can't take any credit. I saw it on a menu at some point. I can't remember where I was, but I was like, oh my gosh, they're allowed to do that. Well, then I'm gonna partake. I need I need one of those immediately. And it was like nighttime, so it was I I treated it like dessert. I stayed up all night, but it was worth it. This it was, sounds like it, it sounds like it'd better. be right up the cannons uh, wheelhouse. Jason oh, yeah. Stewart. Oh, yeah. Because Jason Stewart enjoys a tall drip with heavy cream. Yes. Any, is this is this interest you? Is this? I mean, a, a drip is pretty standard for us coffee drinkers. I used to just yeah. do black drip coffee. They know what it means. You, they drip it from the the back thing or wherever their 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 little uh, coffee spout is. But my question for Rich is, yeah, why do you? obviously feel the need to always feel caffeinated. It's not like you're on the air seven days a week on, on radio. <laughs> no, that's, what do you need to be caffeinated for? Uh, Jason, uh, that's exactly what it is. I am I am on the radio seven <laughs> days a week. So it's, uh, I am more coffee than I am me. I, I, I honestly, I think there's more, like, right now I have co more cold brew running through my veins. I'm at a tepid 70 degrees internal because I drink so much cold coffee. It's ridiculous. So, yeah, that's the only it, reason why I'm standing. And if you follow Rich on Twitter.com at Ornberger, what's going to blow your mind is you've heard about how busy his schedule is. 
And then, like, during football season, you're going to see him randomly on a TV set somewhere yeah. or in a booth somewhere because we haven't even talked about your TV work or your San Diego State broadcasting duties that you've done. So, yeah. like, there's – I mean, it is nonstop. It is like a nine-day – you're jamming nine days into a seven-day week. It's a lot of fun, folks. I don't – I just can't get – I I really do at some point have to slow down. I But, but I love it. I, I just it, – and you know what? It beats working. It, I, I mean – it's hard to complain about what we do. We're, we're literally talking sports for a living, so it's uh, it's not a bad game. And ice cream. And yeah. Oh, yeah, and cold, and cold brew floats and, and root beer floats. Well, I'll tell you what. You have a root beer float if you haven't had one in a few years. Yeah. You'll be like, this is why. Now I remember. Absolutely magnificent. Yeah. yeah and no, that sounds good right now. Like, I yes, could go for it a does. root beer float. Like, a midday root beer float. I would. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, many, please. Well, Dan, you you know we can go to the commissary right now if we need to, so maybe we'll run down the hall <laughs> yeah. and pick something up for and a rich. If, <laughs> if a root beer float was in our vending machine, it would be $87 oh. right now. <laughs> <laughs> the way that inflation has hit the Fox Sports Radio vending machine. I'm going to I'm gonna storm up to Mr. Fox's office, and I'm going to have a, a word with him. <laughs> I, I can't believe this, this injustice. Uh, exact change only. Well, good. Thank goodness I have 80 Eighty-seven dollars on me for this <laughs> for this root beer float. Uh, this blindside story is getting even crazier. I felt like yesterday was the Michael Orr side of things, and now we're hearing the Tui family's side of things when it comes to this uh, this story. For those that missed it, Michael Orr, who was depicted in the movie The Blind Side, real life story taken in by a family and adopted, becomes this. Uh, you know, star player at Ole Miss and goes to the NFL where he's a, a lineman or claims that he was never adopted by the family and they just made up this whole story so they could uh, make money off of his name, saying that the Tui's uh, biological children were the ones who ended up reaping benefits from this while Orr has received nothing. Now the Tui family has responded, it's point-counterpoint, in saying not only not only was there a point when they didn't adopt Michael Orr but had him sign a conservatorship, was that Orr's mother was brought into this to make sure that everything was okay. They weren't trying to they're they're claiming that everybody knew about this because Orr was over the age of eighteen, so he couldn't legally be adopted, but to bring him in to fit into NCAA uh, rules for him going to Ole Miss that this was the route. And then they also claim, according to TMZ, that Orr recently tried to shake them down for $15 million before filing this lawsuit and now going public with his claims. Hmm. This is quite the drama. And I have to say, I am completely going back and forth. Yesterday, I'm like, Good for you, Michael Orr. You know, like, good for you to finally speak up. Now I'm like, hold on a second here. We got another side of the story here that we haven't been filled in. The Tuies are getting screwed here by Orr. But this is this has got to be better than the actual movie that happened, even though it won awards rich and I have never seen it. This thing is like the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, well, there should be a sequel to The Blind Side, and I think it should be uh, more financially focused, I guess. Um, did you hear, did you read my title on twitter.com of my, what I, what I thought that the movie should be? What, 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 what's the title? What's the title of the sequel? The blind side Two: 
see no evil. <laughs> I, I think that's pretty good. That it sounds like a Seagal flick now. <laughs> <laughs> see no evil. See a ponytailed man do halfway karate <laughs> on top of a train. Um, now you know. Look, I'm like you. I I try From not to take Sports things studio. at face value, not all the time, but it's tough not to, when you first hear these, this story, it's hard not to feel like, you know, the heartstrings pull from Michael Orr, because if, if there was a lack of awareness of how this was all going down, because he was a young man, 18, you don't really have a great handle on life yet. Um, okay, that's fine. Because it probably did start from the best intentions, I would I would hope. But even if it started there, I think at some point he was owed an explanation that he wasn't actually adopted. You know, that maybe all the fl- familial, you know, calling them mom and dad, if that's what he did. I don't know what he referred to them as or... You know, thinking of his um, his his brother and sister, the biological kids as siblings. I don't know if he did or didn't, but if that were the case, at some point along the way, when he was an adult and handling his own finances, they probably should have explained to him what that was. And they also, if they if they reaped any financial benefit from taking him in for a couple of years, they probably should have shared that with him. So that's one side of the story. Even if it all started with the best of intentions, if if what Michael Orr is saying and representing is the truth, then the Tui family did probably do at least something wrong. Now, if the Tui family, what they're saying is true, well, then I feel awful for my, for Michael Orr because a it means he's he may have squandered a tremendous amount of wealth post-career, which is very sad if that's the case. If he's trying to shake down the family for $15 million, again, this is if what the Tui family is saying is true. And then also, it sort of speaks to the fact that maybe from an emotional standpoint, given the the horrific events of his young life, his mother addicted to crack cocaine and in and out of rehab, his father murdered his senior year of high school. I mean, He's he's lived through some bad stuff, some dark times. Maybe there is a deep-seated distrust of people close to him that he can't really shake. And so if what the Tui family is saying is true, maybe this is sort of, you know, a leftover defensive response from growing up kind of in the school of hard knocks. And then I then I I still feel bad for Michael or whichever way this works out, I guess he comes off like a sympathetic character, unfortunately, for the Dewey family. Here, here's here's my here's my thoughts on it now. The, as you see stuff, and I, I didn't realize this, but there is a there is a note that changed everything for me, and it's there's a he's got a book coming out. Oh, interesting. And so he's made some of the rounds over the last couple of weeks. I didn't realize this until I started looking into what was going on and you're searching Michael Orr and you're hearing the story, but then you're seeing him, you know, on a clip of, you know, good morning America talking about this or talking about that. And then now the accusation that, that the two are making against Orr and saying that he had done this previously or had previously tried to get money from them makes me think that that's, that's what this is all about. I don't, I don't know. And, and, I don't know how you could predict a movie like that would have such profound, uh, such a profound effect and popularity. 
Like there's I know Sandra Bullock was in it, but it was like like to me, Rich, it could have been a movie that just bombed or airs on, you know, Lifetime every Sunday or, you know, that just never made it to the mainstream. And here it becomes this amazing movie that I don't know how this family could have predicted that this story would have made the millions upon millions that it did. Therefore, they would then keep that money away from Michael Orr. They even claim that they've shared the money with him. That I don't know if that's the case or not, but that's the part that I just, I can't, I can't get past. He's got a book, and how in the world would this family know that this movie was going to become that big that then they would be able to withhold this amount of money, you know, from the guy? I yeah. Just, doesn't doesn't make sense well and and also i mean i'm curious about the details of the conservatorship like in the case of for example britney spears you had you had a person who was under the control financially from just about every standpoint from her father you know i mean that was more of i guess a general conservatorship i'm sure there are limited conservatorships where you know you 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 don't you're not giving up as many of your freedoms if the conservatee in this case it would be michael or uh can can't take care of himself at all um but i mean I, i'm curious if this is still in in place like i mean you know i i'm i'm curious if the tui family has any claim to any other you know monies that he may he may earn over the course of the rest of his life. And maybe, you know, he wants he wants this conservatorship removed. I Look, it's a really tricky... Look, family relations are really tricky in the first place. Mm-hmm. But throw on top of it, like, a, a huge box office movie that he doesn't appear to have reaped the benefits from. Throw on top of it his upbringing, which was tragic. Throw on top of it the fact that, again, even if their, their intentions were pure that he joined this family after they had already really established the family I, I mean this is this is a <laughs> this is a murky situation at best and and I don't know I mean it's tough not to feel for everybody involved that it has to play out publicly like this I would actually I would actually say is I am now again I'm I was on Michael Orr's side yesterday yeah. today I'm on the Tui side I would I would think that if if a family really wanted to take advantage, and let's say in this case they wanted to take advantage of of Michael Orr, they would do what they did not to withhold money from him, but to get a piece of what he made in his professional football career. Like that would be a part, you know, like that would that wouldn't that be something that you would like look at to be like, hey, if we you know this we you know bring this kid in, he's gonna have an NFL career, maybe we can get like like if you want to think of like some deceitful plan, that to me would be more believable than we're gonna bring this kid in and then we're gonna sell this story to Hollywood and we're gonna make millions. Like that it's just it is so far fetched to me to think that could actually be a plan and then you know, say the story was fake. I wasn't really adopted. Now they're trying to make money. It just, to me, it just becomes a real reach. And now the book and now the claims of a shakedown make me feel that this whole thing is just kind of contrived. Yeah. I hope I, you know what? I, I hope that the truth is somewhere in the middle and not, not all parties are as evil as they're being depicted by the other side, because then that's a, that's an awful situation. Um, but, but I will say this, you know, at least the way the movie depicts these characters, it doesn't appear like, 
you know, Mrs. Tui or the Tui family didn't understand like how good he was at football or how good he potentially could be. I mean, in high school, he was a sensational basketball player. He was a sensational track athlete. He was a sensational football player. I mean, he immediately was an impact player at Ole Miss. He went on to be named all-conference twice in the SEC. Uh, He was a consensus All-American. Like, There's a lot of rewards you can reap for having a child like that in your household, especially these days with NIL. Back then, the NIL that you were receiving – was under the table NIL, which very, very possibly could have been coming the Tui family's way to send Michael off to Ole Miss. Look, again, that's conjecture. That is, I mean, those are far-fetched, you know, conspiracies. There is no truth to that. I'm just hypothetically putting something together here. But I'm saying my sincere hope is that the Tuli family, at least at the start of this, had the best intentions. And maybe they weren't as transparent as they should have been with Michael as he aged. And maybe that's where the disagreement ends up landing. You know, like they say, hey, you know, we kind of screwed up. Maybe there is some sort of financial uh, exchange. Maybe this story goes away. I think that would be best for all parties involved, unless there really was something that underhanded that occurred on one side or the other. I don't know, though, but I do think that there should be a sequel to the movie. I I mean, I think that's where we land with this is it's 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 the blind side to blood and glory or it's the blind side to see no evil. It's my see no evil or it's a blind side blind side to karate on a train something something we don't know yet nick copes at the news desk what do you got nick oh I, I know we're up against it but quick question for rich since he played in college I, I just didn't quite understand the part where the father says that they need to somehow have him a part of the family to get him into Ole miss and i, I don't know if that's a specific thing to mississippi but I, I just didn't get why like we you have to be a part of the family to get into school that that was part of the reasoning uh from sean tui i i, I wasn't sure if that yeah, that rings hollow yeah. with me at least. Now, I know that there's some NCAA clearinghouse stuff and, you know, FAFSA stuff. So maybe if he was, I mean, it's possible that he was also signing up for certain grants that are, that, you know, you need to have some sort of, per, you know, parent sign off for or some, some guardian sign up for. But once you're 18 in this country, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure you can represent yourself at every level legally. So. Again, something happened here. We don't know what happened yet, and I hope they don't disclose the court records because I want to learn about it in the movie, in the sequel. (laughs) Thanks, Nick. He's Rich Ordberger. I'm Dan Beyer. Uh, We patiently await uh, the blind side. Newman tweets out, blind side two, blindsided. That was his recommendation for the name of the the flick. (laughs) Hey, thanks for listening to the Covino and Rich podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Covino and Rich at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. 
Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. And if you're traveling to see your favorite team this spring, you have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college sports. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school colors, and mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels is the perfect spot for the next time you go see a game and need somewhere to crash. They have over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest, so odds are there's one where you're going, especially for games in the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate Hotels' locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW, C-R-S-H-O-W. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall. And the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. It's Kevin and Rich here at Fox Sports Radio. He's Rich Orenberger. I'm Dan Beyer. John Ramos, Jason Stewart, Nick Cope hanging out as well. You were mesmerized by uh, a video that you saw on social media, Rich Orenberger. It was. And it wasn't the one where uh, Joey Bosa told uh, Doug Gottlieb yesterday as we were out at training camp that he has no interest in watching uh, Patrick Mahomes in the uh, quarterback uh, series on Netflix. Absolutely no interest. It wasn't that video, but it had something to do with a Chargers training camp of the past that kind of got you interested. Yeah, yeah. So um, we've given a nickname here on Cavino and Rich at the Fox Sports Radio studios to jason stewart he's no longer referred to as jay stew he's the canon <laughs> i mean i don't i don't with, did you retweet this earlier today but i saw it comes across my twitter timeline and all of a sudden i you know look x.com twitter whatever you call it the videos go on a loop like a forever loop and then it makes you click it and i have to admit i probably watched this video mm, 17, 17, 18 times. I mean, we're under 20. We're over 15 at this point. Um, you you claim that you threw a football 50 yards to a gentleman who is running underneath it to catch it. Can I can I give a little bit of context? Okay. Here? So, <laughs> and, I, and, and this is the this is the cannon speaking. Here. Okay, okay, Not yeah. to be confused with the, the loose cannons who used to be on this network, but no, this the, is cannon, the cannon. The cannon. Yeah. yeah. Um, I used to work for the local station, AM570. That's the uh, flagship of the Chargers, as you've done some work for them as well, yeah. Rich. Um, so we went out a few times when I was working there, five or six years ago. And I had sent one of the promotions guys out to the field to get me a football and then to run like a, just a deep route. And I said, just keep going. And we're going to film this, and I'm going to throw it. I'm going to hit you in the numbers. Be prepared. And we got video of it. And every time that we return to the Chargers training camp, I think about this video because it, it's so beautiful. It, it's a lot like those those repurposed videos that you see from team social medias where they slow it down a little yeah. bit and they, they show the spiral yeah. hitting the, the hands of the players. And I always... I, 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 can't, um, I can't put it on Twitter enough. It's just so beautiful. But I'm thinking Rich Ornberger played football. Yeah. And he's got a discerning eye for stuff like this. 
I wonder what he thinks about it. Well, I'm, you know? I'm replaying it as you speak. Um, you said it was 50 yards. I, I'm, I'm just, <laughs> I'm doing, a, I'm doing a count. Like I am know. too. I've done it as well. And I, if you count how long for he, the promotion g- gentleman who's running, it, it, he was, he reached uh, top speed in five steps. <laughs> so it's very easy to, to calculate that he was just shy of 40 yards when the ball entered his arms. Um, but you did – I mean, you hit him right in the numbers. You're 100% accurate about that. What I will say is this. You – that that was a nicer ball than I would ever assumed you'd be able to throw. That is – and that is – by the way, that that's such a backhanded compliment. <laughs> I, no, it is. I took it that I, way. Yeah, I, thank I, you. I realize, I realize now how rude that was of me because what I'm suggesting is you look like somebody who can't throw a football. You can throw a football well. You can throw a football well. Yeah, yeah, he loaded up. Like it was, it it was very natural. It actually made my shoulder hurt to see how far that went. It was I, smooth. I think it's at least. You said just shy of forty. That's about what I had it at. At I was going to say about thirty-eight yards. And the thing is, it almost looks like you overthrew him. Yeah, a little. Yeah, yeah. It looks like he should. You st- you told him just keep running. Um, I will say this: like after you threw it. Kind of the adorable little uh, leg kick was uh, it was a nice touch as well. Like it was almost like like after throw like throwing a strike at a bowling alley. Like you know, all of a sudden the toe taps. You're just like, yeah, I know that's going to be in the pocket. So just to get this straight, so um, that was by far the best I've ever thrown a ball, and I had an adorable leg kick at the end. Is, is that is that the evaluation I'm getting here? Did did since you're wearing head to toe Chargers gear, did people think you were a coach that day? <laughs> <laughs> went a little too far with my fandom uh, <laughs> in a, in a professional capacity. You were, oh you were, man, you went full. You went full get up. Um, you know, I I'll say there, there's another side to this. It, it, you you do. It's a very passable throw for like like uh, like pee wee football. You know how like there's coaches <laughs> out there. Hang on, hang on. Again, I, everything I say sounds like an insult. It like when uh when a coach had played a little high school ball, you know, maybe even college at a certain level and he just loves throwing the pigskin around. You know, he can't wait to do receiver drills. Like that's like that's the that's the ball you throw to the receivers down yeah. the sideline pregame. You know what I, I mean? I agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what's funny too if you this is the first time I've seen this. If you watch it too, you watch Jason actually tell him to just keep going. A quick yes. a quick left hand uh, to, like right here like just <laughs> yeah. hey, hold on. Okay, keep going. But I actually think he could have thrown it farther if he put a little more leg into it, a little more a little more uh, legs. He, he he probably could have thrown a little oh, bit I farther. Could I yeah, could yeah. at least seventy five yards. If you yeah. if you want constructive criticism, yeah, you if you follow through with the hips a little bit more, like you you see Dak Prescott do it all the time. Hang on, I'm gonna say hips, every time. yep, like that that thing where he just you know, like, <laughs> good visual. Yeah. Yeah, yep, got yeah. that. Yeah, he's giving you he's giving you that little dance uh, pregame. They showed on you know like especially prime time. They're always showing Dak doing that dance. Yeah, you just gotta throw that back hip through. Other than that, though, I don't really. I'm not going to criticize the form. I mean that you, oh. you would be, you would be any flag football team in America should be ringing oh, your you. phone right now. Another underrated part about this is Eric, the intern at the time, is like, why not just dress up in Raiders colors at Chargers <laughs> <Yeah>. camp, <laughs> full black? <laughs> like, did he have a funeral to go to? Like, that's what you know. Straight, it's like a charger throwing an interception to a to a raider on a hot day too. Yeah, yeah. and also <laughs> yes. like the, the the black ball cap he's wearing. 
it actually had a silver emblem on it. That I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and you know what album that is? The iHeart uh, Media. The iHeart. It it's is. the heart, oh, that right? Is so funny. That is so so funny. Wow. Team iHeart. I'll tell you what, I'm going to retweet this, and I'm going to just ask my followers to uh, offer criticism or compliment. I, I'm okay. going to leave it up to them. I'm going to leave it up to them. So you're I'll- telling me that the that my result was gained. I wanted to compel Rich to break it down on the air and then ultimately to retweet it. So it sounds <laughs> like I'm getting what, what I achieved. And I have to uh, give a shout-out to uh, Twitter handle Canadian Hitman who says – if you had ironed your khakis, he would have caught that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were pleated for your uh, pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> Coach Stewart has a has a cannon. Uh, great video. Uh, I retweeted it as well. Thanks, guys. Thank I, you. I encur- yeah, I encourage you to go to my uh, Twitter.com page and not everybody else's. No, get Jason on Twitter, at Jason Stewart, where you can find it. Uh, get Rich at Ornberger. Find me at Dan Beyer on Fox. Uh, you can get John Ramos at JSRamos06. And uh, you can get Nick Cope. Uh, I think it's just at Nick Cope, right, Nick? It is. Uh, that uh, Someone took that way back when, oh, it's so it's N. Cope. Yeah, I know. And oh. it, it, it's that classic uh, that classic thing where that person is not active and has not been active in years, and it and it just sits there. Um, so, yes, N. Cope. Hey, Dan, Dan Beyer is sitting there with a guitar. Yeah. That's why I'm Dan Beyer on, <laughs> on Fox. Fox. <laughs> hey, my thing is, I, we, I think you can call it Twitter as long as X.com redirects to Twitter.com. I think Twitter is still fair game. All I right. know, but at some point, it's going to be like referring to Facebook as the Facebook. Like, people are going <laughs> to eventually be like, all right, Grandpa. Like, you know, I, like, I just don't want to get caught in the the uncool crosshairs i'm trying oh, to make i don't think you got to worry about the that vernacular i'm <laughs> catching up with the times here hmm. hey thanks for listening to the best of cabino and rich podcast be sure to catch us live every day from 5 to 7 p.m eastern 2 to 4 pacific on fox sports radio find your local station for cabino and rich at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching fsr Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. 
it's Cavino and Rich. And if you're traveling to see your favorite team this spring, you have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college sports. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school colors, and mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels is the perfect spot for the next time you go see a game and need somewhere to crash. They have over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest, so odds are there's one where you're going, especially for games in the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate Hotels' locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW, C-R-S-H-O-W. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. One-two pitch. Swung on, hit high in the air, deep left field. Get some legs. Stretch. It's gone. Solaire with number 29. A little breathing room here at the bottom of the eighth. Cavino and Rich here on Fox Sports Radio. He's Rich Ornberger. I'm Dan Beyer. Sitting in for the guys today. It's our progressive play of the day. That it is. Brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive making things even easier. To help you bundle your home and car insurance together, Rich. So you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Find Rich on Twitter.com, at Ornberger. Hit me up at Dan Bayer on Fox. Do you know what happened 13 years ago today, Rich Ornberger? 13 years ago today. No, what, what happened? 13 years ago today, it was a memorable day in golf at Whistling Straits' final round of the 2010 PGA Championship. Dustin Johnson drove it into a bunker and had no idea he was in a bunker. And then he hit his second shot, and just prior to hitting his second shot, his club uh, touched the ground, a patch of dirt that just minutes earlier was covered by thousands of fans trying to watch him uh, win a PGA championship as he had yet to win a major in his career. But that patch of dirt was considered a bunker. He was then given a two-shot penalty, uh, was unable to compete in the playoff, and lost the PGA Championship, which ended up going to Martin Keimer. I remember this because it popped up in my Facebook memory because I was there 13 years ago. And you just talk about the craziness, and it was just hard to describe because this was also in an era rich where they weren't putting video boards up around the 18th green so you couldn't necessarily see what's happening when you're at an event sometimes you're the last ones to actually know what's going on unless you were wearing an earpiece not many people realized what was happening and then there was this whole delay with dustin johnson and the clubhouse signing a scorecard and if uh, golf fans uh may remember it they may not remember it but as dustin johnson was finishing his round the rules official came out to him and explained to him what happened to basically say like uh 
Yeah, we got some bad news for you. And uh, <laughs> man, I'll and, tell you what. If if I am Dustin Johnson, if I'm DJ and this rules official comes up to me, I would the first thing I would say to him is, "Who else have you told?" Like, <laughs> I, and then two two thoughts would come to mind. One, I need to pay this man off. Or two, I need to murder him. <laughs> it, was, it was so crazy because if he makes par, he ends up winning the tournament. And his second shot ended up in a bunker. And then he ended up missing the par putt and thinks that he's about to go into a playoff with Bubba Watson and Martin Keimer. And that's when the guy – there's this this epic pit picture. I, even, I I put a YouTube video up on, on Twitter for those to, to see, but there's the still shot of this official with his arm on Johnson's left shoulder. And Nick Watney, who was playing in the, in the final group with, uh, with Dustin Johnson, is standing there with a puzzled look on his face. And that's when it all went down. So oh it was gosh. just a, it was a crazy day. It was fortunate enough to be there. Had a had a you know front row seat behind the 18th green to all this action and craziness. But it makes you think of the, the near misses. It's funny because Kevin Durant's three against the Bucks in Game Seven that wasn't a three because his shoe was just barely on the three point line. Oh yeah, ended up being a two pointer. Bucks win the game in overtime. But if his shoe was a half size smaller, uh, the Nets. Uh, probably you know end up winning that game and uh that's a three-point shot instead of a two-point shot but you want to talk about like close misses down the stretch scott norwood's kick against the giants looks good for a while but you know it's moving it's moving and then it does miss and it's oh so close to going in but uh, a near miss 13 years ago today yeah i i mean uh the, the tuck rule game you know the uh, tw- 2001 patriot season uh the 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 uh, whatever it was the Raiders came to Foxborough, uh, close game ended. I believe the Patriots won by three. It was within the the final two minutes of the game where Brady did he fumble? Did he throw an incomplete pass? It ends up getting ruled an incomplete pass, and that's history. I mean, legitimately rules were formed around that one play. And Brady himself now, 20-something years later, has admitted, that ah, might have been a fumble. You know, <laughs> it's just, but yeah, one moment. I mean, just imagine, like, Brady was filling in for Drew Bledsoe, who, no fault of his own, couldn't finish the season because he had, like, a, a, a blood vessel burst or something in his chest. Like, it was kind of a health scare as opposed to, you know, like, a orthopedic injury. Yeah. Or he didn't get beat out. It was just a health thing. And so, I mean, imagine what happens to the history of the sport of football if if he doesn't go on to win the Super Bowl because this was the the divisional round or, or maybe it was the wild card round when they faced the Raiders. I mean, crazy. Divisional playoff. It was yeah. the divisional round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. And then it, but Vinatieri had to kick a 45-yarder. I know, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. through like in the snow. That, that gets lost in all of this because that could have missed. It could have. easily yeah yes and then we don't even we don't even think about it but uh oh so close i I do want to wrap up you heard nick mentioning it the nba releasing their regular season uh schedule for the play-in turn or excuse me the mid-season tournament i keep on calling it the play-in but the mid-season tournament you hate the mid-season tournament it's not even here Mm -hmm. it's the crazy part about this is this is just them releasing games like these games are going to be played anyway 
Yeah, so so it's it's it, it may not be lipstick on a pig, but I think it's close. If you don't like the midseason tournament, you can call it a pig. But they're just telling you about <laughs> games that would have been there anyway. The only change is basically every team's going to have two games they don't know when they're going to play, and that's the end of the year. That's it. So don't get wrapped up in all this midseason tournament schedule stuff. It's all a part of the schedule. Rich, it's been fun. We'll do it again soon, man. Thanks. Yeah, you bet. You bet, Dan. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. Are you traveling to see your favorite team? Pro tip, stay at graduate hotels. They're obsessed with college sports, just like us. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni, nods to school colors, mascots. Why would we stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in all the best college towns. And get this, you can get up to 30% off with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Go to any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.